Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's the story Maddie, You're listening to the best of Maddie Jones. And welcome to Morning Glory, people. We have got uh, plenty on today. We've got uh, Susan predictions. We're going to cover off the trial games. Terrific performance, I thought, last night uh, for the Dogs, even against an understrength Melbourne Storm. Webby's take on the brouhaha between Adam Reynolds and uh, Pat Carrigan. Film of the week is Saltburn. Matty's world-famous 10-to-1, uh, what our grand final should learn or borrow from the NFL Super Bowl. Don't worry, people. It's just not that usual stuff. There's a little human thrown in there as well. We've got Beak's Best Bit, uh, Webster, Ben's Beef. Uh, welcome, City Morning Herald's Andrew Webster. How are you doing, Webber? G'day, Matty. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Good mate. to be here, clear and lucid. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I was. Uh, bloke in a bar down in Kent with a new shirt that's about to drop from Bloke. Yeah, yeah. Monday, 6pm, uh, New South Wales time. Uh, new could be anything. You're celebrating the, the rookies that you watch in trials going, wow, that kid could be anything. Or also, your season could be anything. We're all filled with hope at this point of the year. So buy it now before you're devastated by your team playing poorly. Yes, <laughs> yes. That was, uh, that was a beautiful delivery. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Webbo, um, uh, Drifter update. Anything that's happening around your Potts Point? Oh, You've been attacked of, by anyone? Not yet. <laughs> not yet this week. But, there's, yeah, there's been plenty of... I'll uh, tell you what, Matty. Plenty of screaming out loud. But it's fr- amazing how many people now ask me on the street, have you been getting any fights with drifters? So I, get, I get people like know me as a... Someone who has fights with homeless people. It's See, really I, great. I always find drifter a kinder you know. word than vagrant. So now listen, people, we've been just filling here because we've been waiting <laughs> for the Prince of Panet Hills to come into the studio. Uh, ben, thanks for coming out of your ivory tower. Uh, a little bit late, people. Mate, we're, look, we're, uh, uh, look, Ben, just my first go because I'm just going to warn people here. Um, look, I love Taylor Swift, but later on, Ben's beef, uh, I've heard a little whisper down the grapevine that... He's going to basically sharpen his knives against our Taylor. Why? Uh, I just want to say, mate, the Taylor. Daily Mail. Mate, don't don't are, are look at me like, yeah, good. There's people out there. The Swifties are. are sharpening their pitchforks. Mate, I I don't I don't have a problem with her music. It doesn't come into my my sphere of influence, so I don't really care. But when it's shoved down your throat, like Taylor is shoved down our throats, I'm over it. Well, that's I'm not her, that's not her that's, fault. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it is. How yeah, like is it her fault? Hear that, Taylor? Just uh, pull back on your talent. You're too good. <laughs> Gee, sorry, Ben. Mate, she Spread is it the around. most bland vanilla person I've ever come across. Oh, 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 oh wow. Oh, that's wow. Hate to talk. I know you don't mean that. Oh, There's I a do. person at work. That's not He's saying nay-nay to Tay-Tay. Oh, God. I'll tell you what. I reckon if she came up and got rid of Travis Kelsey and came up and said... M. Johns, um, I'm keen. I reckon Trish would force me to go with <laughs> Taylor Swift. I couldn't name yeah, a Taylor really? Swift. I, I couldn't name a song. Love no, Story. I don't know a song. 
I love it. I'll sing it all yesterday. No, Taylor Swift, she is talented and she's been going for ages. Her last album, time, her last album, I think it's a most successful album, and she's like fifteen or twenty years in. That's talent. Worth two billion or something already. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, Congratulations. Yeah, Travis Kelsey's gonna have to sign the prenup. <laughs> yeah. Oh sorry. Travis Swift. Swift uh, <laughs> uh, sweet Alex, aka the sweet maestro. How you doing, brother? Not too bad, Matty. I feel a bit separate w- from you today. I know. We're behind glass. This, this is the long. new working setup. <laughs> oh, no, that Excuse was our request. That was our that was our request. <laughs> so, look, guys, we're we're about to talk about the Super Bowl, but before we do, we have to mention most importantly, uh, there was shooting yesterday, of course, at the t- Kansas City Street celebration. Oh man, can you can you believe it? No, I mean, how, what's it going to take? You know, I ridiculous. Know. I don't know what's going to. I can't solve that riddle of uh, the USA, yeah, but that's well. just that's just so shocking. Like. Imagine going, you go, to, you go to a victory parade and you, like it's a mother and two kids. And I read stories about it. They reckon she's the most loveliest um, oh, man. sort of mother and, and, and she, yeah, in, member of the community. Terrible. Isn't it funny when, uh, and we don't talk politics here, but just an observation. I mean, our policy is not that great to talk about American politics like you know, people do. But by the same token, uh, we had the common sense a number of years ago. John Howard had the guts, had the balls to actually come out and ban Ban, put a ban on guns in Australia. Uh, in America, it doesn't matter if they're Democrats or Republicans. They just they either can't do it or they don't want to do it. No. Because they want to get back in for a second And also term, trying to change term. the Constitution. Yes. Oh. Anyway, fellas, yeah, it, it just a, a real real tragedy. But I tell you what, if, if, a, if, a, if a sporting team is symbolic of the people of the city, then no wonder they've won numerous Super Bowls because incredible bravery from the fans mm. chased down the shooter and tackled him yeah. to the yeah. ground. Uh, where, did, where did you watch the game, fellas? What? The lounge. Yeah. I resisted the temptation to go to a pub as a professional journalist. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> Isn't that kind of Webby, the opposite, though? That's journalist. That's oh. no. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'll tell you this. I'll say this. I, let's say I went to a pub in Double Bay La-di-da, last year, the Royal Oak, to watch it. And I had to write a story afterwards. And it probably wasn't some of my finest uh, words. So I decided oh. to um, <laughs> watch this yeah. one from home. Yeah, right. I, I, myself and Cooper went to the Hudson Hotel at Seven Hills. Had a good time there. They've got a great, uh, they've got a great uh, bar there, sports bar they've just put in there. It was really, really good. However, they asked us to get up and say a few words beforehand. And uh, look, I decided to do a bit of a Nick Royewalt and give my uh, opinion on uh, <laughs> seriously. I mean, just uh, don't like to kick a bloke, but Dickon, what what's, are they thinking? What's doing there? I don't know. Anyway, I got up there and I said a few words. I said, listen, um, who I think is going to win? Look, I don't. I'm not an expert in this game, but you know, big game performers, and you just go. Mahomes will get them home. You I, just know who will. I, I will say, having knowing nothing about you know gridiron in the NFL, just watching that last five to seven minutes, I just you could feel the composure yeah. from Paddy Mahomes and his side compared to the 49ers. The 49ers did just look a bit. I wouldn't say yeah. panic. No, but they t- they tightened up. Yeah, it just didn't look yeah. like they were flowing the way they were for most of the game. It, so, and that's just from an outside looking in. It was Queensland esque. I like that. You I do like I, that. I was, oh, I was, come on. Well, I, was <laughs> yes. watching the, I was watching the game with uh, Hoops, and Hoops was, uh, you know, just looking at the odds as it were going. Halftime, Chiefs were $5, and we went, what? Mate, get Take on that. Because mm. I think they're only down by 
10 or yeah, so. And you go, yeah. and everyone's like, oh, no, no, Chiefs are done. You're like, as if Mahomes isn't going to pull this one out. No, they just, they, they, they get it done. Well, you're Mahomes, you're not, you're the you're best not, quarterbacks do. It's similar. I think I've said on this show before, I was there in um, covering the Super Bowl when when Brady and the Pats came back against Atlanta when they're down 28-3. <laughs> and in a game that's so stop-start, it's amazing how when a good, a great quarterback gets a momentum, like you can't stop it, you know? No, you can't. They just, you and, can't. Pati- and particularly when the clock's a factor, and they just there's no way that they can sort of stop that tide. It's, it's quite interesting. To well, that's Super Bowl 50 that went to in Miami. We're watching live, and same thing. 49ers have got a decent lead. But Jimmy Garoppolo just tightened it, and you just knew Mahomes was going to get him home. He, uh, yeah, just in, in, incredible. Inter- uh, don't, wh- don't kill me. Don't, don't crucify no, me. No, don't go for just it. Just leave your thoughts with this. Currently, statistically, he's on track with Tom Brady. Yeah. Just gonna, uh, I'm yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Well, yeah don't yeah. just crucify oh, me. You, I think you'll end up the best ever. Yep. Don't yeah. crucify yeah. me. The GOAT. I mean, that's, that's, that's Nick Ruwalt's take. I said, Nick, what are you thinking? He said, uh, uh, Patrick who? Um, <laughs> and, then, and the numbers, 200 million viewers. Oh. Mate, so most, well, most ever. Nearly well, also, double the year before because yeah. of the yeah. Swift factor. Up, yeah. yeah, so stick it well, in, mate. Stick yeah, it in. Yeah. Yeah, mate, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that Taylor Swift doesn't have an impact on ratings and oh. stuff like that. But Listen, I have a beef. He's backing off. No, I'm not backing <laughs> off. <laughs> the sport's definitely growing in popularity here. Like, Super Bowl Monday's become a real thing, hasn't it? Sure has. You yeah, know? but yeah, you say that. Oh, people, okay. I think people enjoy... Getting on the, the piss su- on a Monday. Yeah, and the Super Bowl. You know, are they sitting there in the you know dog days of October, November, watching Detroit be the Bears? No, Probably but not. I still think, yeah, oh, but it's still. Ben, I am. I am. I am. Really on his high horse this morning. Listen, you paint mate, yourself as come a come on, everyone's going, Oh, I love the Super Bowl, and then you know, oh, put it wow. the atmosphere at Seven Hills got so a little negative. bit contrarian. So at, negative. At half time, we're doing Forty Nineers ahead. This, you know, the whole crowd are pretty happy. I'm thinking this table in particular going off. And they said, you know, what do you, who do you think is going to win? I said, mate, Kansas City will win. These blokes erupt and start heckling me and Cooper. And I think, what's oh. going on? Anyway, they came over after it. They had a multi going, which has been going for about six months. One of them, 49ers won, 56 grand or 40, oh. sorry, 46 grand. Oh. Uh, and the other bloke was 28,000. So fair to say in the fourth quarter, things got a little tense <laughs> in the Hudson Hotel. <laughs> uh, now, do we have, uh, Maestro, do we have any stuff on uh, Travis Kelsey? Did did Cooper send anything? Okay, people, look, I love Travis Kelsey. I just think he's so good. Uh, he did a couple of uh, my favourite songs at the end of the game, collecting the trophy, Viva Las Vegas, Fight for Your Right to Party. But this was oh. at the uh, street celebration. Have a listen. We're still waiting on it, Matty. Oh, it's okay. Alex is, no worries. That was, that was a hard... I'll, that I'll was a hard we're filling. I'll, we're filling. I'll, just, I'll just... You sing I'll it. You sing it. This, this is embarrassing. I can't actually remember. <laughs> I'm not sure what the song was because he was so... He was so tanked. Was he very he... hard to watch when he's up on the stage there, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. He's, he... I mean, it's like start doing Viva Las Vegas, and it's like, mm, I don't know if I could finish this off now. Is he singing a Taylor song? Is this a Taylor no, song? I no, Viva Las Vegas is was. a Taylor song. No, no, the one... Oh, oh no, no, but the, the one he's singing the, here. You wait for the street celebration. Listen to this, Okay, Wendy. let's go. Hold on, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Oh. I want everybody a part of this thing. If you know this song, sing along. <laughs> Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined the Niners affair. Oh. The last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last ones they 
Very, very good. I'll tell you what, Taylor Swift should sample that in the next album, just saying. She should. Well, yeah, of all the quotes post-game, a lot of quotes come out after a, a victory, no matter what the sport. I love the one from Scott Penn, the owner of Manly, who said, "The if Patrick Mahomes comes to the NRL Vegas games, his game will go to the next level. Was that fair Did he honestly yeah. say that? Yeah. Was, he, was his tongue in his cheek? I don't know. Because uh, it was it was quote. Maybe it was. Surely. Surely. Maybe it was. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do, boys. Oh we're going to take a break. And if you think that was good, if you think that was a drunken rant, it's time for Webster next. <laughs> You're listening to the best of Matty Johns. Yeah, welcome back to Morning Glory. Uh, Liam Alexander is going to join us uh, at around uh, 10.15. Uh, movie of the week is Saltburn. Got to say, two boys, um, you know, the, uh, they've just put the market out, you know, with the uh, Taylor Swift in the, uh, in the box. How many times they go there? It was seven and a half was the divining line more or less, uh, with the Vegas they put out of market. Ten and a half is the mark for Americans that go, they ain't wearing no pads or helmets. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, t- so it was 12 times was du- it? during the game, yeah, 12 times, which was a marked difference to what it was in the conference game, which was four. Yeah, they showed right. it too much. I got so fatigued. Uh, hey, 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 fellas. Don't come in on my beef. Oh, sorry, mate. Hey, can I just stop this for one <laughs> second? I just want to nip this straight in the bud. Mm. Right, uh, when you walk through the studio, right, when you walk into this studio <laughs> in morning glory, you leave your tall poppy tendencies <laughs> right, mm. and your petty prejudices, prejudices <laughs> Behind. Okay, now that's the I last my, morning. I base, my, I base my whole career on Petty Pedro. I know Hutch is listening and he's a Taylor Swift huge fan. I mean, I can huge. imagine it. <laughs> okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Webster. Never thought forever was the best I could do. Well, it was the wrestle that shocked the world. Um, <laughs> Webby, Adam Reynolds, Pat Carrigan. This is one of the most shocking off-field incidents I've ever seen. Penny players, thoughts. Players aggressively cuddling each other <laughs> after a few drinks and then a stack's on. I should throw the book at them. Ten weeks each, I think. I have I'm, I'm really struggled to wrap my head around this story this week. I think the game's jumped the shark and the outrage... Yeah. about what's happened with Adam Reynolds and Pat Carrigan. I'm actually really stunned because I got asked about – I got asked by my sports editor on Tuesday. I said, do you want to write about this? And I went, write about what? And I said, you know, what the footage of Reynolds and Pat Carrigan. I went, write what? Yeah. What do you want me to do? And then and – because then, I'd spoken to the club the day before and everyone 
privately at the Broncos weren't worried about it. And then I see Carl Morris, the chair, and Dave Donaghy have come out and whacked them pretty hard and said how embarrassed they are by it all. And and I suspect that though a lot of those comments were said because that's what you have to say these days because it yeah. involves alcohol. I, I, I can't even believe that they're looking at a... Uh, a fine, um, let alone ridiculous. let alone any sanction, let alone the talk then from some people that they shouldn't go to Vegas, that they should be suspended. Yeah, I, like I just, I'm so flabbergasted. That said, though, the silver lining for both the NRL and the and the Broncos, and they say this and again, they'll say this privately but not publicly, is the NRL are happy because it's put all the players on notice before they go to Sin City in a couple of weeks. Look, as a Broncos tragic, I think it's a false flag. What's that mean? <laughs> false flag. Why? Well, the NRL has planted this to get to, the boys to, all to get them off. To have a reason to, to put restrictions on them in Vegas. That's, That's what I'm thinking. Good conspiracy. The, 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 the other <laughs> thing with the Broncos, though, like Beacon, you can talk to this a bit more. But like, like the Bronco, and I, I, I really explored this in the Wayne Bennett book, which is still on sale if you care to, to buy it. Um, is just whenever the Broncos have success, and you talked about it last week, Matty. Whenever the Broncos have success in a town like Brisbane, they, it, the, the players, some players. The younger players struggled to handle it, so I reckon this was the best thing that could have happened I, to, the, Bris- I t- I to t- the Broncos this this far, this close to the start of the season. I, I totally agree, Webby, because the Broncos returned to being a club of the highest status, and that brings with it responsibility. Is the wrong word? Distraction. It brings distraction and it brings attention. Mm. Um, and the other thing about it too is that, I mean, there's a lot of people in there's a lot of people in Brisbane. Don't, Everywhere, I suppose, don't like the Broncos. Mm. I mean, who knows? There's, there's probably people in Penrith that don't like Penrith. Mm. You know, it's just the way it is. But you know, Brisbane, a lot of people are Dolphins people, but a lot of people just don't like the Broncos because historically they they were, they were labelled as being arrogant, which they were, but they deserve to be. And so, yeah, you're right. It's, it's just a warning shot. I, I was just, I was, I was amazed as well. It's just some some of the stuff that went around. You know, people saying. Well, it's been an off season with uh, zero dramas, but here we go again. You're going, are you serious? Unbelievable. Like, oh, I, look, Brisbane is a different beast when you have success. Now, I was nowhere near the status of player of Carrigan or Reynolds. Oh, You're shortchanging yourself. <laughs> See, that's a conspiracy theory. He wants us to go, no. Oh, no, you were a Broncos great. Oh, my God. Langer, Walters, Tallis. Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> and not in that order either. No, 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 no. no. Um, but it is when – so when the Broncos – so I joined the first grade squad 2005, I think, into six, and then six, seven. So I was around when we won the premiership. It is a different beast when you're winning comps, or at least at the top tier of the club. It, it Brisbane really – I know there are some people in Brisbane that may not like Broncos, but, geez, like anywhere you go, you are absolutely loved – and so I agree with you boys. I think it's almost the best thing to happen to the best person. Because mm. if this had happened to like maybe Reese or, you know, mm. even Payne to a degree, you go, oh, they've got a bit of scallywag in them. So we just, yeah, that's the way it is. To happen to Paddy, who honestly, he looked, he looked close to tears in that press conference because I, I truly believe Paddy is a Broncos man from, you know, childhood. Mm. And I can't believe in his wildest dreams he ever thought he'd bring the Broncos name into air quotation, disrepute. And I, I actually think it hurt, like it really hurt Paddy. Yeah, because of course it, it did. For the yeah. last two to three years, whether you're a New South Welshman or a Queenslander, you have loved Paddy. Like yeah. You've hated to love him, but you've loved him, even if you don't like Broncos of Queensland. So it's been this huge ride up. Everyone loves Paddy. Everyone loves Paddy. And it's his first experience of 
those same people, or not all of them, but a lot of the same people that were just going, Paddy, you're the next captain of Queensland, Australia, the greatest yeah. of the greatest. The first opportunity they get, they're asking you questions like, do you have an alcohol problem? Oh, you know, like, so it's a good lesson for him to learn that, you know, all that really matters is the opinion of obviously your teammates, your family and the club. Everything outside of that, it's very, very, and also the fans too. The person who asked that question was my wife, Trish, because she asked me the same thing last <laughs> night. <laughs> and what did you say? I said, yeah, I have. Uh, well, I you're the course. The first, the first video that came out, the, the close-up one, made it look, oh, something's gone on here. The second video, which was... It stacks uh, on. It stacks on. You see Big Payne Haas coming. <laughs> as I've written today... It's hilarious. As I've written today... Like back in the day, if someone said stacks on and you didn't stacks on, you were You're in the dog. wrong. Yeah. So I think yeah. the NRL integrity unit should find that whoever didn't stacks on, and that's more important than the rest Do you know, know Webby? But I, I think as far as uh, the club is concerned, the Broncos, but also the game, is I think some of the dialogue that gets used after it blows it up, almost makes the public go, oh, Okay, what's going on? It's been it's been sent directly yeah. to the uh, investigated. In, it's yeah. being investigated by straight away unit. by the integrity unit. People Ooh. go, well, who we go? Imagine As if, opposed yeah. to saying we had a look at it. Yeah, look, a couple of baits. There was a wrestle. There was actually no malice in it. Let's just go on. But people see, go, good on them. Yeah. But even like the Payne Haas Albert Kelly one, like that was like it was. Who hasn't stepped on sneakers? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the, but it's like. This is what I've written. I wrote this today. It's like, there's no police complaint. There's no complaint from the public, the venue. All that's happened is that some gibberer has videoed it and leaked it on social media to get likes and get followers. And then suddenly, like, players, are, they're talking about players not going and playing in the first round of the season. It, like, I know. What insanity it, is this? It should, yeah, yeah. What's it's, it's gone mad. It's, I can't handle it. It should go as far as this, <laughs> I, I think. As, it should go as far as this. Internally, the Broncos should be pulling them in the office and saying, boys, Really stupid thing to do. Mm-hmm. You need to be smarter. Uh, slap on the wrist, like whether it's a whatever it is, fitness, conditioning, you know, something, something like that, and then yeah. you just move forward. Like anything yeah. more than that is like yeah. what? You, are we you do it again, boys. We're going to send you to the dragon. I remember. <laughs> oh, 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 please do. Webby, wow. Sorry, wow. sorry, so, Webby. We'll take him. You're listening to the best of Maddie Johns. Yeah, welcome back to uh, Morning Glory Saltburn. Coming up next with uh, Liam Alexander for our movie of the week, but it's time for Maddie's world famous, and it is world famous, people. <laughs> 10 to 1 today, and it's 10 things the NRL Grand Final can steal from the Super Bowl. Rugby Union borrows, Rugby League steals. <laughs> uh, boys, number 10, an obvious one, halftime entertainment. Uh, Super Bowls had U2, Springsteen, Dr. Dre, so far, extravaganza, mate. Because it's so good because it's practised and choreographed to an inch of its life. We've had the 42nd Street disaster where the giant Optus TV completely shit itself. (laughs) (laughs) We've had Billy Idol, uh, his power outage, slash pretending, doing basically the air guitar (laughs) to a song. And Newcastle's marching koalas, brass band. We just, guys, if you're listening out there, we got a lift. Number nine. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, they had, Webby. They did have Timmy Trumpet. Yeah, wonderful. Do you know Timmy Trumpet's playing in Vegas on the Friday before the doubleheader? Oh, they poetry. travel around with the the two brothers from the Gold Coast. Uh, what's his name? Stafford Brothers. Stafford Brothers. Oh. Now, number nine, pre-game t- tailgating. Guys, it doesn't need to be every single week, but surely grand final day, we can organise a location 
where people come in, just have a bit of fun. Look, just put some sponsors' cars down with the with the tailgate down, and just go for your life. A was, tailgate section, and it was free. All the drinks and the food, people just cook it. It was community. It was great when we went. Brings people together. They, why can't they do it every game in the NRL? Oh, I, I don't know. Should. I was just uh, supposed to shoot for because, the stars. Uh, yeah. wherever you, you know, you they know, should so. do it. P1 Olympic Park. Exactly. You can have it multi-story. Mate, one more thing, Maestro. Honestly, I was joking before, but got to put that shirt back on. <laughs> just really. Uh, now, number oh, number eight. Uh, the presence in the city that week, the entire week when you're in the Super Bowl city, and I understand it moves around a little bit, but it is inescapable. Wherever you go, it's all about the game. Honestly, the city of Sydney, you walk in a grand final week, you would not know the game is on. I think if, if, if Sydney Council doesn't lift, I'm with the guys, open it up for tenders. Yeah, there's some anti-sport in this city. Well, I, I think... Clover, I know Clover Moore's a big fan of the show. She loves the show. <laughs> Clover, look, as a, Queen, as a Queenslander, like, all you have to do is look at Magic Ground. Like, oh. It is so good. Why aren't we doing that in Sydney with a bigger population? Oh, I just don't get it. You said it, baby. <laughs> Number seven, <laughs> uh, make a huge deal as each team... Or better still, each player comes onto the field. Right? Back in the day, in the daytime grand finals in the 70s into the early 80s, they would introduce the player basically uh, one at a time. Mm. So you would, you, know, you would garner, given the crowd, who were the good guys and who were the ones they were against. Now, I want you to think about grand final night or even better, uh, origin night. Suncorp Stadium, they dimmed the lights and they introduced every player one by one. Could you imagine the atmosphere? They used to do Just it, think about they it. They used to do it in Origin, didn't they? Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, back in the day? Back in the day. They did for a while. Back in the 80s. Number six, um, further encourage businesses to use players for ads during play. I, I, we can see at the moment that, you know, like the Super Bowl, the NRL, uh, the NRL grand final night, you're starting to see that sort of Super Bowl-style ads. Mm. Stick a couple of players in. Do it. <laughs> Number... <laughs> I, will, I agree, though, that the NRL needs to, and the clubs and that, need to promote, push the players more into that kind of stuff. It helps everyone's profile. It sets them better up for life after footy. Yep. I, I don't know why they don't do it. Imagine, like, going to Nathan Cleary and saying, mate, would you think about doing an ad for one of our companies? And you Half-time. Can, Love you, to. What's it for? Rectal dysfunction. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, got a dentist but I don't reckon. I reckon the game's slow. Like, you know, with Doco, like Docos, flying the wall, Docos and stuff like that, it's like... It's taking so long for them to get well, where America, I, you know, is I just was imagine, 20 years ago. I just imagine those hilarious footy show skits. Imagine them as halftime show ads on whatever product that mm. you could like. Imagine the fun stuff you could do. Yeah. It, like, yeah. It's, it's boundless. <laughs> Number five, um, don't get the captain to accept the trophy. Um, that's boring. Select the biggest lunatic in the team and encourage him to give it all his best. Sing, dance, curse and perform. Travis Kelsey, ladies and gentlemen. We were the last ones they thought they'd see there. And I saw the surprise, <laughs> that fear in their eyes. They were took that glass of champagne. Pat. There it is, Travis Kelsey, ladies and gentlemen. How, how is it Jason, his brother? Yeah. Yep. How good still knocks? <laughs> still knocks. <laughs> <laughs> Get off the ground, Webby. They're okay. Uh, number four, uh, give serious consideration to taking a week off for grand, after the grand final qualifiers. Rest injuries, 
It exhausts suspensions if anyone's up. Two weeks of publicity. And it is, everyone goes, right, okay, where do we put these different concepts? You can put the you can put the Indigenous All-Stars versus Maori All-Stars on that week. I think an all, all's, what about this one, boys? Think about it. I'm a, I'm, I, I sat down last night and the years just, well, the ideas anyway just kept flooding into my ears. This one, an All-Star touch match. You combine the best of new, new, uh, NRLW and the best of NRLW and play a, play a game. South, the South, uh, South teams versus North teams. Now, South is in the East of Sea. Oh, this is in the week. In the week. The week off. I reckon that, he, particularly even just the All Stars yeah. game that we got on this weekend, and surely that would be a such a good a idea. A race. We need a race, man. Bring yeah. who's back? Who's oh, a hundred meter sprint? Yeah. Well, mate, that Bring could back be a the thing. power super dog. That could be. Yeah. Who's the strongest man? Most chin ups. All those. Well, the, well, the, well, the Pro Bowl has the um, the skills challenge. Well, the Pro Bowl. I'm going to talk about it later on. The Pro Bowl is a disgrace. You see where it is now, the <laughs> flag, the football. flag football. Guys, come, and they mm. just pack the stadium to watch blokes sort of laughing and carrying on like imbeciles. <laughs> Number three, uh, the tradition. The Super Bowl MVP attends Disneyland the next day. I, in my opinion, the NRL, the NRL's Clive Churchill medalist, should have to attend Wet and Wild at a Reservoir Road <laughs> Prospect. Is Wet and Wild still going? Yeah. But it's wild and wet. Uh, the fans can see the Churchill medalist, not just shirtless, but riding the Bombora water slide, flying down the aqua tube, white knuckling on Satan's waterfall. <laughs> Guys, can you <laughs> lend me some support? Are you with me? Have you been to Wet n Wild? I haven't, like, no. I've been to the, the actual Wet n Wild in Queensland, which is the true, pure, honest I've wild. I've been there. I've Mate, been there. Honestly, the Wet n Wild out west is so much better than that. <laughs> you guys are so 80s. Like Ken Doan. I don't Ken Doan. But anyway. Now, number two. <laughs> oh is it number two, Maestro? Yeah. Uh, back on, mate. Uh, on, the, on the grand final coverage, like the Super Bowl, okay, it's real. I, I think we can take our broadcast to the next level. Use a little herd of sports staff from another sport and another country to give ex- expert analysis. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the world has fallen in love with the Nick Rewalt. Uh, he's pointless in flawed observations. Did anyone? Did, did you watch it and you go? Oh. I tell you what, we actually are almost halfway there because didn't Pippin do a half halftime analysis of the NRL? With <laughs> and, every, and everyone criticised him. The, yeah. highlight, the highlight of the ESPN uh, lead-up, Australian ESPN lead-up, was um, Phil Murphy up in the stands in a packed stadium going, crossing down to Nick Ringwald on the sideline. And it, it was very clear it had been filmed six hours earlier because there was no one in the stadium. <laughs> like, well, yes, the atmosphere is electric down here, Phil. It's like... There's no one there. <laughs> I forget who it was. Once on the sideline, Rabs threw down. It was a player almost in his first grade. He's going to give us a bit of an update down there. And he goes, yeah, Rabbit's a fantastic day, not a cloud in the sky. <laughs> and behind him was this menacing black cloud. <laughs> Just uh, coming in. Okay. Now, this last one, a little controversial, guys, but just go with me on it. I know you'll agree. The NRL must run the rule over every player's partner, and unless that partner is an award-winning billionaire pop star, the player must be excluded from the contest. We've seen the ratings that basically the Super Bowl got. They doubled their ratings. Surely we can get one of the players to date uh, Pop Princess, oh, or even just pretend to. Mary Fowler, Nathan Cleary. There you go. There, how many times in the stand? Cut to Mary Fowler. <laughs> try, try the director. Cut one to Mary Fowler. Or who's um, 
uh, I don't know, one of the NRLW girls dating John Farnham or something like that, you know? What I mean? <laughs> That'd be a good story. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the voice. No, you're the voice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Del- Reese Walsh, Delta, Delta Goodrum. Goodrum. Love there it. Go. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, so like that. So some speak. others won. We should, come, we should do that. We should come up with a top ten of like... Power couples. Power couples. That we'd like to see. I'm more than happy. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to pass the baton to you next week. It's <laughs> Webby's world famous <laughs> ten to one. There you go. It's, what have I done? Who is oh, our... No. Who is our... Who's, who who's the closest thing in rugby league's version of... Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift and... Um, oh, it's Nathan and Mary. Nathan and Mary, for sure. Yeah, but the other one is Kid Leroy. NRLW, it'd be Kid Leroy, probably. Because he's Aussie. Right. And that, that'd be probably the closest, I'd say, to a, a world pop star that's currently in the mainstream as a pop star. He's not, like, obviously anywhere near Taylor Swift. You've talked yourself down, down a cold okay. okay. I know. I, 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 I'm half of Taylor so Swift. Kid Leroy I'm not and Reese Walsh. <laughs> no, no, it would be some... Because he's Australian. Yeah. Oh, so I'm, I'm talk, thinking of Australian stars. Yeah, right. Good call. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah Pat well Carrigan with going out with Bette Midler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where'd you guys meet? Oh, you don't know. Uh, we'll take a break. Movie of the week next. <laughs> You're listening to the best of Maddie Johns. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, the show's about to peak. You're right, movie of the week time. Yeah, and today we focus on a film which uh, deals with, you would say, heavy obsession. Uh, it's caught a lot of uh, uh, attention and controversy via some of the scenes in the movie, but uh, this this movie, of course, was uh, produced by uh, Margot Robbie and has made Australian Jacob Elordi a huge star. Talking about Saltburn. I was a lesbian for a while, you know, but it was all just too wet for me in the end. Men are so lovely and dry. <laughs> Thank you for that, Trish. Um, <laughs> Liam Alexander, Welcome. Oh, wow, what a clear morning, boys. <laughs> Liam, now, quite seriously, some of the scenes um, that have been in this film are you know, pretty graphic, but they've taken a, attention away from what a brilliant film this is. Oh, look. Yeah, like I know it, the movie went huge over the summer and online for some of the very controversial scenes in it. Oh, like it's maybe never want to have a bath again, but... <laughs> The movie's actually the movie's actually really good. It's a movie about sort of excess and obsession. It's very well directed. It's got some great twists in it, and like you said, the performance from Jacob Elordi and uh, Barry Keegan, who plays the main character, that like it's made them stars. Really, uh, the plot of the movie, Liam. Yeah, so um, the movie follows this young man at uni, played by Barry Keegan. Um, he's a bit of a loner and socially outcast until he becomes mates with. Um, Jacob Lordy's character, who's one of the most popular kids at school. And Oliver quickly becomes pretty obsessed with Felix. And after something quote-unquote tragic happens to Oliver, um, Felix basically invites him to his family's estate for the summer break called Saltburn, which is um, where all I can say is uh, some hijinks ensues over the summer. Uh, <laughs> shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, some some shenanigans. Some aggressive wrestling. Now, look, I am. Uh, I want to be a contrarian, guys, and and it, this is going to sound really. Confusing. Mate, Luciano Lewis should not be in this movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't afford him. They couldn't afford him. Um, 
I look, it's a it's a solid movie for me. I actually thought it was a huge missed opportunity to become a cult classic. Oh. Because mm. I thought the themes were super muddled. I thought the cinematography was incredible, or the color, like the palette, yeah. everything that was amazing. The acting was amazing. I thought they relied too much on shock value. The themes of you know kill the rich, you know the poor, that was all very muddled because he was from the middle class. I just think yeah. that the writing as well, it just was held up by the shock factor. So it was mm. still an enjoyable movie, but I actually thought it was a, a huge missed opportunity, and it was lacking in. Uh, throwing the final punch with the themes. Like, for example, at the end of the movie, what was the message? Mm. Yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> you've just become an old man. Um, <laughs> yelling at the clouds. Thank you, Grandpa well, Simpson. No, see, I, like, before I saw this movie, I was going in prepared to hate it mm. because I listened to a whole bunch of a movie podcasts about it and they were saying this is a horrific film, all the stuff you were just saying then. Well, and then I, when I watched it, I was like... Oh, this is this no because no, I was being shocked as you said the whole time. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It's a what I'm saying is it had the opportunity to be a cult classic, but mm. the theme of the movie, the themes of the movie are so muddled. Like for example, and the the, the the family that's supposed to be the bad guys, they're all actually pretty reasonable. Yes. They're just a bit uh, aloof to what's going on in the normal mm. world. I just think the themes were super muddled and the script wasn't that Le- strong. Leon, some of the some of the scenes like in, in movies in the past, like the basic instinct with Sharon Stone, that one, the legs over thing, live on in pop, pop culture. Do you think some of the scenes in this will be the same? Oh, I th- yeah. The, the bathtub scene specifically, um, I think that will live on forever. There was I watched it in a packed theatre at um, South by Southwest, <laughs> the film festival in Sydney. It was one of the craziest screenings I've ever been to because there was this old man in front of me and just watching him react to the movie it was hilarious throughout it. But that bathtub scene, I could just see. I could see his head go down, and he just went, "Oh dear God!" Under his <laughs> okay, Ben. Ben, look, I've just selected Wait, you to yeah. be the person. Can you just describe the scene? What happens? <laughs> um, sure. Uh, Jacob Lordy is um, pleasuring himself. Oh, sorry, I didn't know it was that. What? Yeah. <laughs> In a bathtub, and then jumps out and goes away, and then Barry Keegan's character comes in and. Drinks the bath water. Oh, he's like, I, 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 that's love, baby. <laughs> that's love. Okay, Maddie, if, <laughs> if, if, if that freaks you out, yeah, there are. I, I, I would say, and Liam, you'll probably back me up, and you boys probably back me up. There are two scenes that are worse than that. Yes. Oh. There, yeah. Sorry, when I say worse, <laughs> there are two scenes that will stay with you longer. They're definitely worse. Then, <laughs> sorry, I was, you know what I, I was just <laughs> processing it. I haven't, I haven't got a problem with it. I, I, um, <laughs> yeah, it'll give... Um, you look at graves in a different way. Put it that way. Oh, really? Which apparently... Mounds of dirt. So, yeah, yeah, so apparently they took... Um, he asked for a closed set, said to the director, um, listen, I'm going to try something. Here. I don't know if this is going to work, <laughs> and I could only like the the locked off shot. I could only imagine the closed set. Like who would be in a lamb? How many people are in a closed set? I reckon it would have been just a necessary. It would have been the director, cinematographer, cameraman, maybe sound record. So maybe four or five people. So I don't know. I if, can't even I begin to imagine. I don't know if I'd be thinking. comfortable 
in front of five people doing what he did. In the end scene. Because you've never loved anyone. No, 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 On the grave, on the grave. On the grave, right. Yeah. Apparently there's been a spike in cremations. You know what I liked about it, Liam? I like the fact... I like the fact that it was like because Hollywood just pumps out so much rubbish these days. It was so different, you know. Yeah, but I, but you I, know what's, you know what's also surprised me how because a, a girlfriend of mine she go we were at a dinner she goes go and um watch Saltburn when we when you finish and I went I started watching and I was like texting going what the actual what is this and then so I walked out of my apartment the next day and the, the old couple next to me or a couple next to me they're reasonably old were saying. So now I sort of so I just watched that salt burn. I wanted to see the reaction that said we loved it, and I went, "You were the last people on yeah. the planet I thought would have loved it." Yeah, a couple of old sickos yeah. sitting on a couch. That's probably what it is. Yes. <laughs> but it's 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 weird because it's sort of we had the... drinks later that night. No, no, the bathtub. Here's my here's here's my point though. Here's my point. Here's my point. It was is an enjoy movie. But what are we talking about? The, just yeah. the crazy scenes. We're not talking it's about yeah, yeah, the yeah. madness and tears at the end and or, or in happiness or a poignant message. You go, wow, that is a deep, deep But, but, I, but do you have I, to? Do you have to have that at the end of every a, movie? Considered a great, yeah, for sure. A cult but classic. But I think yeah, what, sure. what Maddie was saying with, like, we all know basic instinct because of the scene, right? Mm. No one goes, mm. oh, you know what I loved about basic instinct? The great, you know... Blah 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 at the end of the movie. No one cares. Everyone knows it from the Sharon Stone. So but, it's but, got but, it's got these Saltburn, scenes that will become. But know, Saltburn folklore. was trying to send a message, though. That's the yeah, difference. Yeah. Saltburn was yeah, trying okay. to save yeah, the rich. Was yeah, it? was basic instinct. <laughs> Liam, save me from these angry old men. No, I don't. I don't disagree with what Denon said. Like, I, I definitely. I think movies have played with that sort of class debate better, yeah. but. I think uh, like Parasite or a movie, but like mm. they've done it oh, yeah. better. But I feel like um, just the swing that this movie took with some of the moments, I, I sort of respect it a bit. Like it, like like yeah. you said, it is very very different, and that was sort of refreshing. I it think. was super entertaining. Like uh, there's, yeah. there's no yeah. denying the entertainment value where you're just looking at it, going, "Is this really happening?" And it's almost like reflecting my own. I thought life. the same I, thing I when I watched I the Tipping Point yesterday. <laughs> What is Australia. going on with what is Woodford. that show? I know it's a bit of a yeah. What is that I show? love it. I know the English version. It's um, <laughs> well, you're watching there, watching coins sort of drop yeah. off the oh, thing. It's like oh, a Tetris it's awesome. thing. Great, it's yeah. fantastic. It's I'd rather play a poker machine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can do both. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should do in Vegas. Watch Tipping Point on our phones while playing the pokies. You must have been spying on me before. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, any, any Ben, Liam, anything else in the movie in the making of this film? Yeah, I like the. Um, obviously, we played. Um, Ma- is it Mary Ellis Back- Bexter? Bexter, yeah. yeah. Bexter, there you yeah. go. Um, Murder on the Dance Floor. Sorry, Sophie. There you go. Such a um, Sophie Ellis Bexter. But that, that apparently took 11, 11 takes to get that right, that, that shot. And I, I had to say, that I thought that was a great ending. Yeah, Denon, do you agree that it was a great I, I, Look, I'm going to sound like a negative Nancy. I thought they were trying too hard by then. <laughs> the only thing you've been positive about today is Luciano Leilua. Now, mate. No, look, I just thought that the, the, they, they already had the huge moments. So it's like you're trying for another huge moment to end it. I don't know. Ah, Barry getting his fear off again. Get dancing around. I don't know. Yeah, and now and you haven't seen a, Human Centipede? <laughs> that ending is what insane. A, what a great thing. And what a great thing for Sophie. She's back it's, in the but, charts. Okay. She's now headlined. Lining, okay. a Bondi Beach. No, concert. I'm with you. I'm with you. But okay, the, the thing is, is that. 
that is a scene that's been done before. It's it's very predictable. I'll get naked, I... dance around a house. That's predictable. Drinking a bathwater or humping a ground or blood induced things. <laughs> a ground. That that is that is shocking. That has never been done before. That is you know, and that's and I'm I'm holding this to a higher standard than I would hold other movies because I thought it had a lot of potential. That's what I'm saying. I can't wait for today, Daily Mail. Uh, Kemp slams Saltburn. <laughs> like Lurie's worth 900 grand. Withering like attack on Jacob Alordi. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, your score out of 100, mate? I'm going to give it a 75, Saltburn. 